Welcome to Profiles, a three-part podcast that dives deep into the lives of promotional products professionals. Profiles is brought to you by Promo Journal, a division of Promo Corner. Promo Journal provides fresh, daily content from industry thought leaders. Blogs, videos, product features, and live content all in one convenient location. Weekly advertising opportunities are available. Contact sales at promocorner.com to get your message seen. Hello, and welcome to our seventh series of Promo Corner's new podcast, Profiles, where we talk with longtime industry professionals about their experiences and their take on the promotional products world today. I'm your host, Steve Woodburn, and thank you for scheduling time with us. This month's guest is Peter Hirsch, CEO of industry supplier Hirsch Gift. Peter and his family emigrated to the United States from South Africa in 1997 when he was 45. After some missteps and starting a company that almost went out of business, Peter found the world of promotional products and fell in love. When I got involved in the promotional product industry, which, by the way, I think is the most incredible industry, um, because I've been in other industries and I don't see I've not been in an industry where there is the camaraderie and just general vibe between people, whether you're competitors, whether you're customers, whether you're suppliers, distributors, service providers. There's, there's just, I think people are just very nurturing. And I think people, whereas in certain other industries, they'd like to see you go away and disappear. Yeah, I feel that, you know, even, even your competitors, you know, have, have a certain respect for you. So how did Peter's company pivot from selling products to gift stores into a promotional products business? We came from, you know, the background of more like desk accessories, like I said to you, uh, when, when we were in the silver business. Um, and it was, you know, desk notepad holders, silver notepad holders silver pens, card holders, things like that. And that's what really what um, got us into promotional product business because people had inquired about our products with logos on it. Um, so we, that's where we were. And then obviously, you know, you have to adapt to the market. And in the beginning, there was certainly quite a lot of resistance, whereas, you know, silver may work and it doesn't even work so well anymore as a gift today because people hate polishing things. Um, and so, um, but certainly when it's going to sit on your desk, you know, it's it, it's not going to look good after, you know, six months or so. So we, you know, we, we started changing our finishes into different type of finishes, which were, you know, long lasting and didn't lose the, you know, the sheen and the effects and so on. Um, but we, we started to delve into some um, tech products, you know, way back. Um, and it, and it, it really just it kind of evolved because, you know, we started to get some pens, which, you know, could also be laser pointers. And we went into flash drives. And, you know, remember those days when flash drives were so popular? <laughs> Um, and we even had you know, some silver flash drives and things like that. So they sometimes had a, a more gifty feel than just like a regular flash drive. 
and um, you know evolved into many different things. We went into digital photo frames because that were, at that time digital photo frames started to become very popular. So there was a technology product, and then you know talking to factories that we were dealing with, we went into speakers. So we did you know speakers, and then headphones, and and then you know computer mice, and so on. We originally did a silver computer mouse. So a lot of that kind of evolved from those kind of, so it was like an executive gift, uh, but with a technology twist to it. And why does he believe promotional products work as a branding tool for businesses? I can speak for what we do, okay? I think that what we sell is really useful products. Our products are products that anybody who receives it, and obviously we're in, in the higher end of the, of the market, uh, the more expensive products, but if somebody receives a speaker, if somebody receives a cell phone accessory, if somebody you know gets a, a set of headphones or something like that, um, it's something which is they they're going to embrace. They're going to they're going to say wow, um, particularly if it's if it's got a retail brand behind it, which the majority of our products do have retail brands, so they're going to really feel that that product is is something special and that they're being appreciated. And you know, so for for our perspective. I think that you know the having those having promotional products which really generate something special for the recipient is 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 what is meaningful you know in terms of a promotional product for a, from our perspective. The only constant is change in this and any industry. So how does Peter continue to innovate to ensure Hirsch Gift is still viable in five years and beyond? In order to grow, you have to have the facilities to grow into. And that's something that, you know, Paul and I have been focused on, you know, right throughout the pandemic, because we've actually, we've acquired, you know, property during the pandemic, uh, right here, our next door neighbors, in fact, you know, and we've managed to, so, so we're, we're focused on growing, but we want to be able to, you know, grow so that we're not going to outgrow ourselves, um, and to to be able to grow, you've, I mean, we want to meet our expectations and and not lose fact that we believe that we've been a reliable supplier up to now. But if we grow another thirty percent, are we going to be able to meet those needs and and keep up, you know, the expectation of our customer? So that's very important to, you know, you can you know, double your business, but you know, in sales, but are you going, is, is the infrastructure there to be able to handle it? One of the unknowns in business are natural disasters. And being based in Houston, hurricanes have taken their toll on the Gulf Coast. Katrina, a Category 5 hurricane in August 2005, devastated New Orleans. But the after effects spilled over into Houston as well. When that hurricane hit New Orleans, and I think everybody, I think you guys, you know, all saw what happened with people standing out on the roadways with signs for helicopters, you know, you know, news crews to take video of these poor people who had lost everything. They lost their homes, they lost their belongings, they lost everything. 
And that was, I mean, like, you know, that sent, I think, like shockwaves around the country. And then Houston being geographically, you know, the major city closest to New Orleans, there was an immediate um, outpour of people who were misplaced, who were basically like refugees within the country. And they came with nothing and they came to Houston. And so, you know, Houston opened their hearts and, and, and opened up facilities here to house them and to feed them and so on. And I saw this as an opportunity that I could, you know, rally the promotional products industry. Peter reached out to PPAI, ASI, and the Regional Association, the Houston Promotional Products Association, or HPPA, to see how he could help generate donations to provide for those in need. He soon realized, though, he had a potential issue. At the time, I had a very small warehouse. It was about 1,000 square feet. <laughs> and I thought, oh, holy cow. And I think that um, at the time, I think I spoke to Tim Andrews. And Tim Andrews said, you know, somebody had done something like this in the past. And do you realize that you're going to get a lot of stuff coming? I hope you're prepared. Uh, I'll put, holy cow, I better get myself organized here. And um, I managed to get hold of a landlord who was in the area uh, to basically donate a warehouse um, to house all the, all the anticipated product. I still had no idea what was coming in. I don't know how it was going to come in. I don't know what was going to come in because at the time we just said, donate whatever you feel would be useful. And the truckloads and UPS and FedEx that just came dropping stuff and delivering. And it was incredible. And then we, we, we got hold of local HPPA and just an incredible group of uh, distributors and suppliers locally here who would come in the afternoons and help sort because people were, you know, uh, you know God bless them, distributors cleared out the offices. So they had everything from, you know, backpack, T-shirts, caps, you know, power banks, whatever. But it all got thrown into a box and shipped to us. And so now we had these hundreds and hundreds of boxes and we couldn't distribute it like that. We had to sort it out. It's just been an incredible outpouring from, from suppliers, from distributors to collect products, to donate their own products, you know, to have parties in their neighborhoods and, and collect things and donate money and send vouchers from you know Walmarts and things like that. So everybody sees that there's a need and they, they, they've got unbelievable hearts in this industry. So the outpouring is, is tremendous. In 2017, 12 years after Katrina, Category 4 Hurricane Harvey once again devastated the Texas and Louisiana coasts, followed in 2021 by Hurricane Ida. Both times, Peter stepped up to lend a hand and solicit donations. Every, every time there's been an issue, and we've really been focusing on, on you know, down in the south, uh, south and southeast areas, um, and we, we found an opportunity to to help and, and, and use the industry as a springboard to find the product and to distribute it to people in need. So all I can say is kudos to our industry 
Uh, we've just got an incredible industry who, with, with big hearts. Not everyone has the heart or desire to volunteer, but Peter saw his father being active in local school affairs and the impact he had. I think in a way, uh, my father, um, he, was, he was always engaged, as I remember, as a kid in volunteering like on school boards and things like that. So, um, but in particular, on an educational front more than um, anything else. And so, you know, I do remember that, you know, he used to spend evenings involved in meetings. Um, and I felt that like, you know, one should do something that you're not paid for, that's for the good of your community, your society and so on. Uh, so I think maybe that was ingrained in me from that perspective. Um, I think that also immigrating to this country uh, also had a profound effect on me because um, I'm an outsider. I've, I've got to do everything I can to become an insider. In our next and final episode with Peter, he talks about his involvement with veterans and in particular, a group that builds custom homes for our military heroes. But they come into this wonderful home and the, the ex-vet um, himself and his family, they, their living standards, not only their living standards, but their, their social standard, their financial situation, all that sort of thing, it jumps to the next level. From all of us at Promo Corner, thank you for listening to Profiles. I'm Steve Woodburn, and be sure to tune in for our next episode with Peter Hirsch of Hirsch Gift. Thank you for listening to Profiles. Join us again as we continue to explore the lives of people who have impacted our industry. Profiles was brought to you by Promo Journal, a division of Promo Corner. Promo Journal provides fresh, daily content from industry thought leaders. Blogs, videos, product features, and live content all in one convenient location. Weekly advertising opportunities are available. Contact sales at promocorner.com to get your message seen.